Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Bring us in, babe. Welcome to Coco Caliente. And speaking of Coco Caliente, well, I guess not Coco Caliente. I'm having my coffee caliente. I'm having my <laughs> hot coffee this morning. Yes, you are. And it Blueberry tastes very coffee. Good. Blueberry. It's, you know, they have Blueberry this, coffee is our favorite. It's our jam. It really is. And there's this place in uh, Lansing uh, here in Michigan. It's called Horrocks. Right? Mm-hmm. Is, that, is that how you pronounce I that? I think so. And it's like a, I don't know. The thing is, I could say Mennonite store and maybe people here would understand that. But like, a that's me- not, oh, are you saying that? I'm oh. trying to describe like what Horrocks is. Horrocks is an, a, it's a really big store, but the only way I could describe it really is saying a Mennonite store. But people, a lot of people listening may not know what Mennonites are. It's basically a, a lifestyle, a way of life that, you know, it's like Amish, it's around here and they're very all natural. And it's all fresh food straight mm-hmm. from the farm. And so they have a store over here that Nicole, she goes to all the time. And that's where she'll get our produce or mm-hmm. meat for me or any any like natural products. They but, actually carry a lot of vegan stuff too, which is really cool. I just yes. bought a bunch of um, like butter, cream cheese, cheese, which you can't even get at the Walmart that's like around here. Yeah. Well, and so Horrocks is like that store, like those little mom and pop, yeah, Amish shop on stick. It's massive. Yeah. It's Awesome. so cool. I mean, if you ever get a chance, if you're ever in Michigan or in that area, I don't know, Horrocks is the way to go. And they have like a thousand different craft beers in there. And I thought that was awesome. Yeah, they have it. <laughs> they literally have everything. I mean, yeah. Anyway, and that's the coffee that I'm enjoying this morning. And we're about to run out. And that's what made me think about it. We cause... started the, uh, with blueberry coffee and Frankenmuth. Really, any blueberry coffee I think is terrific. <sighs> oh, I don't know. It tastes so good. Anyways, thank you guys so much uh, for listening with us this morning. I hope my voice soothes your ride from wherever you're going. Maybe Nicole's not so much. Shut up. Dude, it's out of control about people talking about my voice. We'll get into that later. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I love your voice. No, no, no. No one says anything about it on the podcast, but... um, Like in general, like on the show or something? Yeah. Oh, well, we'll get into that later. But first, what did you want to hop in and talk well, about? Well, I baby? think it's really cool because Ubly, our small village of 841 people, just got a Dollar General. Uh, yes, 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 yes. And so when we walk into the Dollar General, it 
Everybody is so happy. It's like Christmas because we have bread readily available, pasta sauce, noodles. I mean, there's there's groceries, there's say, stationary stuff, there's medications. I'll say this. A lot of people will not be able to relate to what we're talking to. I so I just want to give you like a picture because here, if we want to go to Walmart, we have to go at least 15 or 20 minutes. Well, to but the- which is miles. So... If yeah, you oh, say, 15, 20 if miles. If you say 15, yeah. 20 minutes to some people, that's like a mile. Could be a mile or two. Mm-hmm. So we're it's about 15 miles. It's about 15 miles from us. Yeah. And that's where we have the closest everything, right? And But then the mall and if you're talking Starbucks or whatever, mm-hmm. that's an hour and a half, two hours away. The only thing we have in our town is two gas stations and which... It's a convenience store, but it's Not super. Really. But you know what I mean? And convenience in the price, right? Everything's jacked up. You know, you want bread, <laughs> yeah. that's $5. You want right. milk, oh my gosh. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's not, and it's, it's just frustrating sometimes, right? Because if you leave Bad Axe, the, sto- the closest like mm-hmm. Walmart area, and then you're like, oh man, I forgot something. And then you can't make dinner. (laughs) It's like, I'm not going to drive all the way back. It's very depressing. So this Dollar General was being built and everybody was all excited. Now it opened up and it's like, (laughs) It's so crazy because I was just thinking how excited I am for this Dollar General. And it sounds so pathetic, but like you really appreciate what you don't have, what you're not used to. And like, I know everybody's... A lot of people are used to having everything at their fingertips. Like they have options. They have Meyer, Walgreens, Walmart, whatever. We don't have any of that. Yeah. And for us, we would love like Walmart is Walmart, right? They're like taking over everywhere. And there's an argument that, yeah, they bring jobs in. But at the same time, they they slash prices. And so it takes away a lot from the mom and pop businesses, which I don't like. Right. Mm -hmm. So there's that. But we don't have a choice. We don't have a choice where we There's live. There's no competitor. There's no competitor. If we had we are like building a, a Meyer though. Yes, we wanted to. But I don't know how long that will take. Exactly. So if we had like a Whole Foods or a Horrocks or something oh like that gosh. right if next to. If we had Whole Foods, I would be there every single day. I'd spend all my money there, you know, and but we just don't have that option. So something as simple as a little Dollar General <laughs> in our town yeah. is, is is like, wow, this is amazing. And and it's not, it's not I don't I know. I bought if, a lamp there because I'm like, I need to support them. They need to stay around. <laughs> it's not like a Dollar Tree or we're not just going over there to buy like a, oh, yeah. a cup or like some wrapping yeah, so paper. Dollar General is different than Dollar Tree. Yeah, I ha- just recently learned the difference. Victor had taught me the difference because by his old work, there was a, a Dollar General and he would come home with like, not everything's a dollar. So like the lamp I bought was like $12. So yeah, they have nice things. Yeah, there. they do. And they have all <laughs> like, if you need something for your lawn or your car or you need, uh, you know, gift cards. They have Pedialyte. Or they have uh, chips. Mil- I mean, NyQuil, DayQuil. They have some clothes. Guys, we are not sponsored <laughs> by Dollar General. Let me just tell you I that. Wish, no. and I, I don't, I, you, you can hear the excitement in our voices because you drive through our town and you might not even see it when you pass through mm-hmm. and there's a dollar general here and we're so happy we're moving up in the world i know little strides that make a big difference in- i just hope it stays around because we have had like a little mini iga and like um iga yeah it's a grocery store okay and then but then we used to have like a mom and pop grocery store which we loved it was called chapin's and mm-hmm. so that closed because the iga kind of took over and then the iga couldn't hang So we'll see how this goes. Yeah. 
So getting in shape is not just about finding a good workout plan and doing it for like 30 days and, and dropping it, right? Right. Noom is, a, is, a, is an app, right? And basically what it does, it helps you break these bad habits mm-hmm. because, yeah, you, they give you workout plans, but more importantly, they help you learn your relationship with food. They have goal specialists in the Noom community that'll help you learn to make better choices and get you in better move, give you self-worth, mm-hmm. control your stress and anxiety. Um, and so they also have the biggest and most accurate food databases available and it lets you track your meal habits and visualize portion sizes, see calorie density at a glance and you can chat with the goal specialist and that, you know, to give uh, help to people going through the same thing. So you're in this community of people and you have specialists that'll help you get through it. Not only just the workouts, Mm -hmm. but figure out your relationship with food. And they're not telling you not what's good. They're not saying like, oh, this food is good. This food is bad and you can't do this. Right. Nothing's off limits. It's teaching you moderation. Right. And how to be long-term healthy. Yeah. So you don't have to change it all in one day. Small steps make big progress. So sign up for your trial today at Noom, N-O-M-M, dot com. N-O-O-M. Oh, yes. At (laughs) Noom, N-O-O-M, dot com slash coco sorry i can be a little dyslexic so he i'll say it again <laughs> you can sign up for your trial today at noom n-o-o-m dot com slash coco start the free trial today the last weight loss program you'll ever need victor he had to go to walmart yesterday because he had to get like his oil changed and stuff yep. so there is reasons why we still <laughs> like, but we stopped at dollar general and he bought what he could there for what he needed so we can yeah. support them and he's like so. hey let's just stop on the way there maybe i can get some things that i need there you know give him a couple because i was reading and i think i told you this nicole so like those stores i don't know if it was like dollar general or dollar tree or something like that dollar tree we're dollar talking tree. about you have to buy x amount of things to yeah make a dollar. they have to sell or at least like 13 items to make, I don't know, like a, it's something minuscule, a minuscule that, amount of that's money. That's the dollar store where everything's a dollar though. Yeah. And, they, they have, and so what they do is they just have to get you in the door. And once they get you in the door, they're hoping to sell you enough things to make some money off of you. But if you just buy like two things, mm-hmm. three things, they're not making any money off well, of you. And also this dollar general. So the prices aren't cheaper than they are at Walmart. Yeah, they're like, so you said like they're knows. like 15 cents. Yeah, so they're yeah. Like, like 15 cents more at least on each thing, but it's convenient, so we don't care. You know, you don't got to drive, you got to drive a minute, not 15. The moral of the story, Yeah. Wrap appreciate <laughs> appreciate everything that you guys have around you mm-hmm. right now that you think you might not have options, right. but you really don't know what not having options is mm-hmm. until you come visit us in our town of Ubley and then you're like, hey, where can I get my car detailed and washed? It's like, well, that doesn't exist. I'm you can't sorry. get a nice coffee around here. No, like, you cannot. You can't. <laughs> it's, yeah, so just appreciate what you have. And, and it was actually really nice to, at that moment, I was like, wow. I'm really appreciating this and like it it was just a weird feeling because it's a dollar general. Yeah, if you guys uh <laughs> if you guys are ever interested in getting a little humbled, yeah. uh come visit us in, in our in our little village and you'll get to play games, do some bag toss, maybe we, we bought just, badminton. Yesterday. We bought an easy setup badminton that we're excited yeah. for. Yeah. Um but this is a cool place. Like we, we really get to know each other and, and we really enjoy the outdoors mm-hmm. and we don't get so caught up in And uh, we can't spend money really even if we wanted to. I kinda like that. Like we can't waste money at happy hour because there's no such thing. Yeah. <laughs> we can't waste money on sushi and sangria because well, the there's no such thing. Also, 
happy hour is always because beers here cheap. aren't five dollars a piece it's They're like two dollars two, two, two yeah three bucks you know and and so mm-hmm. it that's one of the perks about living where we live and we can save a lot of money we save a lot and so we can also travel when we want to because mm-hmm. we were able to save up yeah so we're there it's like yeah we don't have the pressure of like hanging out and going out when, all the time and doing like trivia mm-hmm. yeah and all these things because which it would be really cool because sometimes we want to do those things but we can't waste our money on on nonsense. And <laughs> this is not to say that the person that lives in the city and does all these things, I'm not knocking you down. No, 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 no. We just don't have that luxury, right? right? We're in a place that doesn't afford us that luxury. So we're making the best out of the situation that we're in right now, which for us has been great. And then yeah, so when we do go, when well, we, what I'm saying yeah. is when we do go mm-hmm. and, and travel, let's say to a city or something, we're like, oh, let's do this and let's go do we that. Think and let's everything try. is really cool. <laughs> yeah. like, we're like, whereas if we have never seen like a, like a hipster, you know, restaurant or anything that's vegan, I'm like, we're taking full advantage. Like and when like, we went, what, what, it was in, uh, was Colorado? it Colorado? No, in Canada. When we went and saw Paul and he was performing at, you Mm -hmm. know, wherever. And then he took us, he told us to go to this one like restaurant restaurant bar and it didn't even have a sign on it. And it was like inside a house and the place was like Mm -hmm. (laughs) popping. That was really, really cool. So yeah, we're just like, we think everything's awesome. We're we're not difficult to entertain. Let's say that we just, we're not big fans of large crowds. That that's, that's pretty much. Our only stipulation. And really loud, really loud music isn't my thing either. Well, you like to go to like a country festival. Oh, if it's or country, country con- it can be as loud as you yeah, want. Yeah, yeah. So just not like the club. Boom, boom, boom. Oh yeah, I took Nicole. <laughs> Nicole, when she came the last time, I still can't believe I survived that moment. I think back <laughs> on it all the time. I handled that like a pro. So let me set the scene <laughs> for you guys. We, I'm in, I'm back home. We're in Louisiana, and I went to go out with my buddies and these are my buddies that I never get to see, right? Cause I, I don't live in Louisiana anymore. And one of them just so happened to be back in from, uh, I think he lives in Virginia now. And, uh, we're, we're all hanging out and we're walking through downtown New Orleans. And I think we went to Frenchman street instead of bourbon street because bourbon street's too crazy. What we didn't account for is that's when they had jazz fest Jazz Fest was right in the middle of when we were there. And so Frenchman Street, it was so, it was packed. I mean, to the, you, walking outside was like walking on the inside of a club. Like you had to like squeeze through people and trying to wiggle your way through. And then, so we walked into this bar and I'm telling you, you couldn't walk two feet. And I I actually didn't. you, you, You were walking like. Inches, you're like shuffling I've inches to get through. I've never been so crowded in my life, and I wasn't drinking either, so I couldn't like. It was just like Nicole taking was getting it all in. I, I literally, we took. I mean, it took us like five minutes to get maybe like four feet in, and then I look at I look at my buddies and I look back at Nicole and I'm like, I right, know, let's turn around. I'm like, thank God he said that. <laughs> uh, but she was, she was. Nicole was being a troop because she knew that I don't get to see my friends, yeah. so she was just letting me have I a good time out, and, and so. So that, that was fun. But anyway, we got really off topic. Yeah, this is so random. This is such a random <laughs> podcast. Should we cut all this? No, we should not. This is great. But I know you have something that you want to talk about. Well, I think that a good topic um, to talk about would be how handling criticism, how you handle it and how mm-hmm. I handle it, how people should handle it. 
or like our opinions on that. Which ties into, I guess, what we were talking about at the beginning is your voice. Well, yeah. I You don't know this, but I defended myself. <laughs> he hates when I defend myself. Uh, yeah. So the couple of days ago, somebody wrote on like, you know how CBS has that thing going around? It's like, Nicole's a winner in real life, but would she be part of your BB Dreamcast? Okay. Okay, so my picture's on there. Oh, I didn't and, see that. Oh, you didn't? No. Oh. I'm not on social media as much. If nobody's noticed, That's like true. I never post. So Well, it pops up, okay? Mm-hmm. And so then you get all these people. I'm not asking for this attention. Like, I'm not posting if I in your Dreamcast, okay? <laughs> CBS is doing this. And then um, you get people that are like, yeah. And I wrote yes. Like, yes, exclamation point, just mm-hmm. to be funny. And then some people are like, yeah, yeah, love you, love you. And then there's people that are like, let's just not sit here and pretend that she actually played a good game. Oh. And so then this guy is arguing with everyone who said something nice to, with me. And so I'm just like mad at this guy because he's yeah. going out of his way. So I commented back to him. Oh, here we go. And what I was, did you say? Okay, do you want me to read it? Yeah, I want you. I mean, if it's oh, going to take you like 10 minutes to it. find it, then no, no, no. But okay. give me the gist so of what you said. So the gist of it was basically he was saying I didn't play a good game and I said... Actually, I did play a good game. You might not know what a good game is. You might know what a good edit is. Mm. But my mind never sat and never floated. I was constantly playing mind games. I said, how do you think I got Michelle to put up two of her own alliance members, which was you and Paul, and not put me up as a replacement? I didn't even get put up because I played mind games. I worked. And all she hated my guts. So why wouldn't she put me up? Yeah. And you know why she didn't? Because I got up and curled my hair that morning and said, I'm ready to go up. And that pissed her off. So she didn't put me up. (laughs) So it's little things like that. And then I also said, I also, I love Paul. Paul's one of our best friends. But I said, you know, because Paul was robbed as a thing. Well, I said, I didn't have Victor to go out. Oops. What's that? Oh, that's my alarm. Sorry. I said, I didn't have Victor to go out for me three times. Mm -hmm. You took, people don't realize that, but you took the hit because you were a bigger target than Paul. Oh, for sure. And you took the hit for him three times. Yeah. I didn't have, I didn't sit on the block until final four and I didn't have someone going out for me three times. (laughs) So it just, it is criticism on my game because I actually worked hard and I can't help that Paul was an aggressive player and you know, I just kind of worked more behind the scenes. So, so I handled that by being like aggressive and being like, no, I played a good game, but I'm not going to convince this guy. It's a waste of time. He already exactly. made up his mind. So you can't convince people what you are and what you aren't. You just have to let it go. But I just felt like I needed to defend my game. That see what Nicole just did just there, that long winded response to somebody online that she doesn't know that lives somewhere that we don't even care about. It was an unnecessary use of energy. I don't do it much. For me, it's, it's, it's really, it's like, wow, did you just really go in for like, what I tell Nicole all the time is, do you know that person one? Two, do you care about that person's opinion? No, but they're spewing hate on me. It doesn't matter. Who cares? I'm not really used to getting that much hate, so I think it hurts when I do. Well, the thing is, and and this is the caveat for me. This is how I think about it. Mm -hmm. You started by saying you got a lot of love and a lot of people were saying yes and, yeah, of course, Nicole, whatever. The amount of people that said positive things to the amount of people that said negative things, they don't compare. You know what I mean? No, I get that. And even and even if even if the tables were turned and there was more people saying bad things and positive things, you still have 
the people that love you. And those are the people that you should care about. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. For me, I don't even care. Like if you guys didn't notice on the last post, my head shaved. It's gone. Hair is gone. What did I get a lot of? Where'd your hair go? Oh my God. Your locks. You got to grow your hair. I don't care. You could... I want my hair how I want my hair. You can't tell me otherwise. Okay, so the difference between us is you could say anything to Victor and it will not ruin his day. You can say the meanest thing to me. Just like... Okay, so some other comments on that post was... If I have to hear her voice again on another season, I'm done. And I've been watching since season one. So I said hashtag harsh. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Anyway, so like that will ruin my day. Yeah, it and will. That's the difference between us and get letting you haters know. Haters might not be listening, but they might. Yeah. Like letting them know that this ruins my day is probably not a good thing either. It's fuel for the fire for yeah. sure. And And for me, I mean... The, and I think it's – and people have been saying this since uh, Cat Williams. I don't know if you know Cat Williams. He said this on his comedy show umph years ago. Mm-hmm. And he's like, every year you should be trying to increase your hater count because increasing your hater count means you're doing something right and making other people jealous because you're doing so good. Okay. So, yeah, my haters are jealous. Your haters are jealous because we're not – so this is what I always – I know I'm like – I had a couple sips of coffee this morning. Maybe Ooh, this is you're why. you're having coffee again. I just tried yours. I tested yours. It's good though, huh? Yeah, it's good. I like it. So fall's right around the corner and I'm super excited and that means cute pants. <laughs> I mean that's what I think it means, sweaters and pants. And a place that I love to get my pants is Betta Brand. So what it is, it's like yoga work pants. Yeah, it's your dress pant yoga pants. <laughs> yeah, so they look like dress pants but they feel like yoga pants. Vic really likes when I wear mine because I wear them to church and stuff too. And they look really good. And you couldn't even tell they're yoga pants. No, you cannot. They have like, <laughs> some of them have up to eight pockets so you don't even need a purse. There's different tastes for you there's like boot cut straight leg skinny cropped i got like the skinny um skinny ones that were limited edition colors so i always get like the wacky patterns and stuff but there's black navy gray khaki um so whatever you whatever you like they have something for you and they're very comfortable and i hate when i have to unbutton my pants because they're too tight and what's cool is shoppers can vote for designs to become uh crowdfunding projects for the site that's which is awesome. actually pretty neat yes that's awesome and it, it was hard to choose from the huge selection but i love every single pair that i got and yes i received so many compliments on them Especially from Victor. So um, that's why I started wearing them even more is because I feel comfortable in them. They look good. Everything's covered up, which is what I like. Mm-hmm. Um, so visit betterbrand.com slash Coco, all lowercase, to get 20% off yours. Millions of women agree these are the most comfortable pants you'll ever wear to work. That's betterbrand.com, B-E-T-A-B-R-A-N-D.com slash Coco, all lowercase, to get 20% off your dress yoga pants. So I think that people, our haters, have to be a little jealous of us because we don't live in LA trying to be models and trying to be actors, trying to be in our bathing suits, like, look at how awesome we are. That's not like, that's, and I'm not saying people who do that are bad. I'm saying we're not even asking for that type of attention. Yeah. We live in a tiny town. We mind our business. Mm-hmm. We have a podcast. And we don't, we don't like say, look at us. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. that's when I have to sit down and really think about it is like, why are these people, even people who are former reality TV people, they like cling, some people cling together because they all have something in common. You're looking at me like I'm going too far. No, no, no. 
And right. I, yeah, and I tell Nicole that all the time. I mean, there there's groups of people that mm-hmm. maybe feel that we don't want to be part of their group because we're too good for them when that's not the case. It's just, you know, I, I'm only friends with like five people. <laughs> yeah, it, it's just like, so I'm saying it's not like we go out. I get if we had haters, if we said mean things about people, mm-hmm. went out of our way to talk mean about people, even when somebody says something mean to us, we don't fight on Twitter. No, not We've, at all. Never. We do not argue on Twitter. There's there's Twitter fights every single day. And we're ne- we don't feed into that. And nope. so I could get it if we like we caused this huge turmoil or we said something offensive or we I mean you were America's favorite player. It's like it's hilarious that people hate us just because we're us in a small town and have and a house. T- and we're together and, 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 and it, we it, live our own life, yeah. And so handling that criticism is hard for me because it's like I didn't do anything. But then at the same time, I'm like, well, it's jealousy. And that has to be flattering because we, I have something that you want, I, I guess. guess. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. And, and, and you're right. You're right. And it's just really about handling that criticism because then in, in a situation like that, we're, we're just a small speck of that, right? If you think about the people that are actually famous and how much crap they get all the time. But I don't think that it bothers them as much because they don't still have to work normal jobs. You know what I mean? Like, I think if you're super famous, they don't even have to have uh, like an Instagram because well, they're making like, money as actors and actresses. They don't have to share their life. Well, whereas still that's like my job. Is in- Dak Shepard and Kristen Bell, they still hate the haters. Kristen yeah. Bell talks about that. Yeah. She's uber famous. Yeah, that's true. You know? she and, gets, and that's weird that she gets them because she's such a good person. Exactly. There's people like that everywhere. They, yeah. they have this, they, this crazy following or these crazy accolades and they still get hate all the time. And I'm telling you, it's, it's the most cleansing thing. And I feel like I have gotten there to not care. I really, I mean, if I see something hateful on my, on my feed, which I hardly ever post, right? I'll just delete it and block that person. <laughs> and I don't even think twice about it. I just don't want it there, you know, yeah. ruining the vibe. And I'm just like, oh, okay, well, you just gave me a reason. And, uh, you know, and I don't have to respond back, nothing. And it feels great. Yeah, and I th- It took and me a while to get there. I yeah, will say that. It took because, me a while to get there. Okay, so at first, it didn't bother me. After 16 and after right after 18, it didn't really bother me. Now it's starting to bother me, I think, because it's been five years and people are still <laughs> still saying mean things. So I'm just like, and Jeff Schroeder talked about that on our podcast too. Yeah. Like whenever Big Brother season comes up, people just, I don't know, it, they get like they want to spew hate for no reason. So me actually standing up for myself is new. It really is new. Yeah. And, and Does it make you feel better? Like sometimes. Is it is it like uh is it like a therapy of sorts I don't to ever do that? Or be... does it well, wait, 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 is it is it that you do it and you feel better every time therapy, or do you do it and you're sometimes like, All right, maybe I shouldn't have done yeah, that? Yeah, I'd say that maybe I shouldn't have done yeah. that because I don't need to do that. And so is that so I'm just gonna talk this through. Is that healthy for you? No. And have you gained anything from doing that? I do feel a little refreshed sticking up for my game because I don't feel like it gets enough credit. But as far as personal voice attacks and things like that, no, that doesn't make me feel better because I'm drawing attention to their mean comment, first of all. And I'm letting them know it bugged me. Mm -hmm. And then I'm trying to defend something I can't change. Exactly. And and when I I always go back to, for, for me, it's like, I only have, and I, and I say this all the time, I'm, I'm just hitting the same statement over and over again, but 
I only have like five friends, right? And I have you and your family and my family. Mm -hmm. Those are the only opinions I care about. If I'm doing something to offend or make your family feel bad, my family and my close friends, then that's a cause for reflection for Mm -hmm. myself. Anybody else outside that circle, Mm -hmm. I could care less about. I mean, I'm not doing anything. I'm not doing anything society deems is wrong, derogatory, nothing like that. I am myself and I try to be the best person person I can be and if I'm not doing anything that does anything negative yeah why do you dislike me I mean I wish I could be like that I'm way too sensitive and I'll admit yeah. that I'm very very sensitive so well, it just comes with that and I also being sensitive I think is really sometimes I'm just like oh I wish I'm not so sensitive but being sensitive is a good thing because I feel like that's how I can read people better I would never treat someone or say something to someone that would make me feel even a little bit type of way like yeah. being sensitive helps me treat other people better do you know what I mean Yes I do and I will say that we are both still young right yeah, we got a lot of learning. We to have do. a lot of learning and growing to do. Yeah. And I think there's parts of, uh, there's different aspects of my life where you are more mature than I am. And and in this respect, I am more mature than you are for this thing. You yeah, get what I I'm saying? I don't know if I'll ever mature to the point of not caring, though. Well, it's not, I mean, it's being it's, able to brush it off. Exactly. It's human to care. Yeah. Like uh, I say, I don't care, but yeah, obviously sometimes you're like, man, that's why would somebody say something like that? But I don't let it bug me for the whole day. Right. You know what I mean? So I think you'll get to a point where you'll mature out of that. And like I, mean, I said, then I'll have to worry about what people say about my kids and then it's going to get me way more fired <laughs> up. Like I feel like it's never going to end. Well, that, you know, that I don't know how I will react to. Yeah. When it's me, it's one thing, right? When it's uh, well, my, if my child. Because something that, about your mom or my mom, it's like you get fired up. Yeah, well, yes and no. And and I think, you know, I don't know. You're the chill to my yeah. crazy psychoness. No, you're not psycho. I wouldn't use that word at all. I use psycho like very like loosely. Yeah, you very So you. to my, ang- well, I don't want to say anxiety. To my what? I'm like. I don't know what that was, but that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Anyway. <laughs> so vitamins are really important. Um, and I just kind of learned that on my own from not taking vitamins. (laughs) Yep. So something that I did a while ago is I took a care of online quiz. It asks about your diet, health goals, and lifestyle choices. And it only takes five minutes to, for it to figure out scientifically what you're lacking. Well, what's funny is magnesium was on there and then vitamin D and that's something that the doctor had just prescribed me a couple weeks ago. And Isn't I was that like, crazy? Had I kept taking my care of vitamins, <laughs> I probably wouldn't have ended up in the doctor. Um, so it's very accurate from my experience. And so what it is, is it's like this box of vitamins and they have individual packets. They're super easy to take on the go and they have your name on it. So it'd be like, hi, Nicole. It tells you a quote of the day, which is really cool. That's actually one of my favorite parts of and, it. Yeah. And it just like... So you, if you're traveling for five days, you can take five packs. And um, anyways, it just it reads what you need. And so me being not eating meat, it knew I needed like iron and they give me like a natural chill pill and things like that. And you know what's also cool? Care-of also has uh, these protein powders mm-hmm. now. They come in like uh, on-the-go uh, packets and in tubs. And they're clean labels and they're made with organic ingredients like uh, cocoa and Himalayan nice. pink sea salt. Or way from free-range grass-fed cows from Ireland. 
That's awesome. So yeah. your subscription gets box gets sent right to your door every month, just in case I didn't wasn't clear on that. So it orders, and then you can reorder. So it's it. like a subscription. Yeah. Subscription. Subscription. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, so you don't have to go anywhere. It just gets delivered to you. That's awesome. Um, so if you're interested in trying to figure out what you're lacking in your you know diet, then you go ahead and take the quiz. And for 30% off your first care of order, go to takecareof.com and enter code COCO30. For 30% off your first care of order, go to takecareof.com and enter COCO30. Give it a try. Flipping the scale on this, let's talk about the other thing on the other side of the coin of this that you wanted to talk about. What? Paying it forward. That was that gonna we were gonna wrap up with that, but let's do it now. Yeah, let's do it now because I think it's a it's a perfect transition yeah. to to this, right? Okay, so let's say this really quick. Okay. I am so grateful for those of you who have been nothing but kind to me, supporting us. yes, well us. Mm-hmm. But even like Big Brother sixteen, like thank you for loving me because that gave me another opportunity on eighteen, which then me and Victor mm-hmm. we became us. Like a year after that. Yeah. <laughs> but thank you so much for, I trust me, I love all you kind people. And I think our listeners are the kindest group. You know, when I post something on our Coco Caliente page, I'm so freaking excited. I don't have any like, oh my God, what are Angst. people going to say? Yeah. Whereas on my page, I will him and haw for so long because I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, what are people going to pick out? What are people... It's such a safe place. And we do have a Facebook group. Some people were messaging me today saying you should make a Facebook group. We do. It's private. So just request to follow it. It's Coco Caliente Podcast on Facebook. Yeah. Um, and it's such a nice group. Everyone's so nice. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. I know we were talking about haters today, but... Um, yeah. Well, big shout out to our supporters yes, as well. Because you guys are literally what keeps us going. And Not just on the podcast, but in everything. Like... We want to make you guys proud. The reason, and and the reason I like to post stuff about our relationship, which is the only thing I really post, is because I know you guys are out there and you guys really do care about us. And I love sharing how happy I am. You know, mm-hmm. I don't. I used to, and I've grown out of this. And this is part of my maturing. Just doing the post flexing, and which guys, <laughs> I have lost like ten pounds, but I'm not keen on doing like the flexing pics anymore. So you won't see that. You know, but. I, I do the things that I do uh, because I love my fiance and I know we have supporters out there that, you know, really mm-hmm. buy into what we do and the podcast and everything. So I, I do those things for you guys as well. And honestly, when we were starting this podcast, we were so nervous oh my gosh, that we were nobody so was going to be listening. Nobody would follow the page. Nobody would care. Uh, mugs was never a thing. You know what I mean? And now to be at the point that we're at. We just like literally wake up and then five minutes before, like, what do you want to talk about today? It's not like stressful. It's very easy because you guys make it so, you guys like the raw, candid talk. And we also, what what gets us fired up too is when we're able to do a giveaway, which we should have another one coming up if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, um, yeah, is that one next week? I don't know. I don't want to spoil it, but we have a... Yeah, I think that might be next week. From Colorado. Yeah, yeah, this is going to be a good one. I'm going to post this on my personal page Yeah, it's going to be a great giveaway for you guys but that we get fired up about those things and and i don't know even like when we did that live podcast in in texas like we were so nervous but the support that we got from Mm -hmm. you guys was was awesome 
Um, and so, yeah. To, we love you guys. From where we started. We love you. So, okay, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, from where we started to where we are now and seeing our page grow and our listeners grow and the reviews that we get, it's it's really amazing mm-hmm. and it's nothing that I ever thought. And even if I don't continue this down the line, just to have this experience with you guys and share this with you guys, mm-hmm. and it's awesome. It is really, really cool. And also, I'm going to try to learn better way back. I'm going to be better at not responding to the haters and not giving them any attention. Yes. That is my goal for the rest of there's your only, life. There's, yes, but five months, there's only five months left in the year. So I'm going <laughs> to nail it by 2020. I'm not even going to turn my head. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so we do, we want you to pay it forward this week. We, yes. even if it's just something tiny, a dollar pop at McDonald's or, you know, anything, just try to pay it forward. I'm going to do something this week. So stay tuned on my page. Maybe some Starbucks coffee or something. Oh yeah, you did that a few weeks ago, huh? Or maybe yeah. a month ago. Something you know, what? Like I'm that. gonna do it on my Coco Caliente page. That's where you should do I'm it. I'm gonna do it. You guys watch out this week. I'm gonna do a Starbucks. Yeah, don't, don't even. And honestly, yeah, because it even, went so fast last time. Well, and, I refilled it like four times. I'm like, oh my god. But and the reason I say it is because only the people that really love you and, and love yeah. us follow our Coco Caliente yeah, right. page and because there might be other people that you know just watch to see what's going yeah. on on, mm-hmm. your, on your normal page so just do it strictly on the Coco Caliente yeah. page and, and really so yeah but I'm going to pay it forward um, this week you guys should too just make it a challenge to do it and you will feel so good I love it yeah I got to do something like that too like a, even like you, buying a little kid like their mom says no or something and Je- my brother one time just was like i'll buy it for you he's just she's like no it's three dollars and jesse's like my brother's like I'll, I'll get it for you if it's fine with the mom and she's like okay you know and then he got this big cookie and he was super excited yeah so, i like doing stuff like yeah. that too and it, those opportunities don't arise all the time but mm-hmm. when they do and you take action on it oh my god it's so rewarding feels so good it does feel so good and so we we definitely challenge you uh to do that um, mm-hmm. so, okay. So now we're going to go into, I'm going to ask you what national day you think today is. I'm going to give you three options. Okay. This is like a new game that I kind of want to start. All it's right. interesting. There's Let's, a lot of national day. There is a lot of national day. I used to look those up every day uh, at my old job and try to see what the national day was. Mm-hmm. And they had some weird things out yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. But go okay, ahead. So it's, is today national eat your jello day? Is today national all or nothing day? Or is today National Threading the Needle Day? Wow, those are very three. I was not expecting those <laughs> three very. So either the Jello, Jello all day. or nothing, or thread the needle. Yeah. Uh, what is today? Today is thread the needle. <laughs> what the heck? <laughs> How'd you know? You know what? Because when in doubt, you always choose C. Oh. I learned that in a. That's not true, exam. though. That's not true. It worked just it now. Because I put the right answer last. I every time I pick C, it, it's always it. Oh Once. my gosh! <laughs> okay, well, just you guys know, tomorrow's National All or Nothing Day. Okay, so and then Thursday, Jello Day was back on the twelfth. So Thursday, thread the needle. Tomorrow is Thursday is today. Yeah, yeah. So that's thread the needle. Yeah, and then tomorrow is All or Nothing. And when was the Jello Day? Back on the twelfth back on the 12th mm-hmm. so i did pick all real days i was gonna make up some weird crap but i was like no <laughs> oh man that's funny okay so nicole i want to do a a uh not not a weird oh no no i want to do the spanish word of the day right 
Okay. You yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just thinking about what you could possibly do. Oh, for weird or normal, no, or for, for Spanish? Spanish day? Okay, Spanish so the Spanish. Day. And this is gonna be. This is gonna be. I'm gonna have fun with this one. Odifono. Haters. No. Odifono. Support. It's something that we use for our podcast. Okay, wait, wait. Say it again. Odifono. Hello, headphones. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds just like headphones if you really listen. How? Say it again. Odifonos. Phones. Headphones. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, it means headphones. That's cool. I was not <laughs> expecting you to get it. That's kind of <laughs> random that you actually got it. Oh, really? That one wasn't that tough. I thought it was. Give me a little credit. That was good. That was good. That was tough. So I am giving you credit for getting it is what but I'm saying. But I, I immediately thought it was going to be something we're talking about. So that's where my mind goes. But then when I really listened, I heard phones and we're wearing headphones. Oh, okay. See? That's smart. That's smart. So we are in the dead of summer now, right? And this is when if you weren't getting fit already, still right now is the perfect time to start. And I know every time I try to get in shape again, because I always go in and out, Mm -hmm. I'm always scouring the internet for like the best workouts. But Mm -hmm. I think the best place to go and the place that I've been using is OpenFit. So OpenFit, it takes out all the complexity of losing weight and getting fit. It's like a brand new, super simple streaming service that allows you to work out from the comfort of your living room in as little as 10 minutes a day. That's what I like about it is I can work out at home. Yes, exactly. And so basically, it's a, it's a streaming service that you can do use on your TV, on your phone, computer, so you can use it anywhere, anytime. And you get what you put in. You can see results within the first 30 days. If you want to increase your energy, put some pep in your step. If you just want to feel better overall inside, outside, lose weight, any of that. They have a bunch of different programs like Yoga 52 or Tough Mudder or what's what's the one that you like? Extend Bar. Extend Bar. Mm -hmm. And we talk about that a lot because she really likes that one. Um, And so they'll give you guys a completely free trial. So... OpenFit has changed the way I work out and texting my code or our code, COCO, Mm -hmm. to 303030, you can join me on a fitness journey personalized just for you. So right now during the OpenFit 30-day challenge, our listeners get a special extended 30-day free trial membership to OpenFit when you text 303030. You got to text COCO to 303030. You'll get full access to OpenFit all the workouts and nutrition information totally free. Again, just text COCO to 303030. Stand, standard message and data rates may apply. Um, so do you have a weird or normal? Yeah, I do. Say? This is actually, so I tried to find who suggested this and um, I read DMs from the Coco Caliente podcast, but then they fill up again. So I, I like have trouble finding Got you. someone, a listener came up with this one. Okay. You so don't remember you, their name or anything? No, I tried to look it up for like 30 minutes before the podcast and I can't locate it. So I don't know if it's gone now. I also try to tell Victor, if someone came up with a really good podcast listener name. And oh, yeah, we're still trying to find a name I for, cannot for our find listeners. It. Okay, so for the listener's name, we want something that can be like, we can say that's super easy. So, like, coasters is something Vic like randomly said. And I was like, well, that could be kind of cute. Like, our coasters, because we're the hot chocolate. And you put your chocolate or mugs right. or something Because marshmallows coaster. people don't like because that's Veronica Mars fans, which is fine. Um, so, something that's like easy to say, that's short, that's quick, like, hey, blank. Mm-hmm. So that's what we're going for. Um, but anyways, this is something that a listener came up with. So she said, do you um, 
I don't know how she worded it. <laughs> but do you dry? Do you think it's weird to dry yourself in the shower, like in the shower with the curtain closed, or do you get out and then dry yourself? Because I didn't know there was two options here. Yeah. So I, me being a neat freak that I am, mm-hmm. I hate. And I, and I say hate with a passion because this is something you do. And I'll tell you a story about somebody else that used to do this. I hate when there's water all over the bathroom floor when I go in the shower, right? So if somebody showered before me and then I walk in the shower and there's just water all over the floor, I'm like, are you joking right now? Why, why get out? So I, long story short, I dry myself in the shower. That's weird. And then I prop my leg up on the side of the tub or whatever. I dry my foot and my leg. I put one leg out. I dry my other leg and foot and put the other leg out. So when I get out of the shower, I'm dry and I can finish up with my head or whatever. But I jump right out, man, soaking wet. And I hate that. Might as well as wring my hair out right on the floor. Exactly. I'm not that bad. My best friend used to do that. Marino, Mm -hmm. when we were roommates, he'd get out of the shower not not, and just grab the towel out of the shower. So the whole floor just soaked. Just completely. Like, why even have the mat, the shower mat outside if you're not even going to... He doesn't You do use it. I step on it and it still gets water other places. I don't like to dry myself in the shower for some reason. Why? Just open the curtain. I, I can understand if you feel confined and it's like, oh, the towel's going to touch everything while I'm in yeah. there. But if you open the curtain... No, I step get, right out. You got so much space. I they, step right out. I just don't... And then the thing is, for me also, is like... if my, I wipe up the floor, by the way. Sometimes, or maybe you don't get it all. <laughs> and my feet can be dirty because I haven't gotten in the shower yet, right? Mm-hmm. So like I took off my socks and I'm waiting outside <laughs> or walking around. So what happens? I know where you're going. I walk this. into the shower or I walk into the bathroom and if the floor is wet and my feet are dirty, spots start showing up on the floor because my feet are dirty and it mixes with the water. Well, I think I do it because we have tile, so it can't ruin tile. But if it was like a wood floor or something. Pretend we have a wood floor in the bathroom. Okay. I don't know. That's just... Hey, at least we have different opinions on this. Yeah, because I I, I don't know. It, I don't, it's just me being a neat freak. That's I like all. to like hop out of the shower and like get that big gust of fresh air. I like that too, but that's why I just open the whole curtain and let it all come in. Hmm. I get I that experience. I wonder why I don't do that. Okay, so do you come into the shower from the front by the shower head? No. Or from the back? The back. Really? Where do you come in? I come in in the front. Why? Because I'm, I'm touching the water and making sure it's good. And once it's good to go, I just hop oh, right so into I it. so I hop right in and then I'm like, oh my God, if it's colder, oh my God, if it's hot. So you just turn it on and then you hop in and, and then I you react. figure it out after? Well, I put my hand in to make sure it's doing something. But there's been, yesterday I hopped in and it was burning hot and I had to hurry and run to the front. <laughs> And it like burnt my skin. I don't know. I don't think of that's funny. We're so weirdly yeah, opposite. I, I come in and that's weird. It's almost like it's a it's a routine because I come in to the front mm-hmm. of the shower and I leave out the back of the shower. Wow. Yeah. We're off. That was a good one. Thank you for that uh weird or normal. Yeah, that was a good weird or normal. I didn't know you got in from the front of the shower. Yeah, either. I come in in the front and I leave out the back. It's almost like I don't know. I go clockwise, you know. Well, and it's also because the towel's in the back. Yeah, I come out the back too. But yeah, I, I go in the back. Uh, yeah, I don't know. That, that was a good one. All right. So I am, I am podcasting with our guests by myself. Um, but Victor is not here, and we all know he is the podcast king. But we have, I'm going to have Ovi 
and Hannah, his girlfriend on the podcast today. We're going to try to, you know, get the scoop of some Big Brother game, but also more about them. Um, So I hope you enjoy. All right. So how is it getting, how are you guys? How is it getting back to normal life? Yeah, it's uh, it's pretty, you know, it's wild. I mean, honestly, in my life, I, I didn't really think much would change. And, and just coming back to Hannah, my family, dog, and just chilling. But it's kind of strange now having um, so many people kind of know you online. The other day, somebody, uh, I was coming to Hannah's place, and somebody stopped or pulled off from the interstate because they saw my car and then came like right my, they pulled up to my apartment and asked to take a picture with OB. <laughs> so, um, oh my god! Because of the van, the, yeah, <laughs> the van is kind of uh, noticeable. So yeah, it's um, it's been a pretty surreal experience, and a lot of uh, it's been a lot easier than I thought it would be, just because of all like everybody kind of reaching out. Yeah, um, be with an alumni like yourself. Uh, so everybody's been super nice and showing a lot of love. Yeah, well, yeah, it's been it's okay. been interesting for mm-hmm. me too. I've had. A couple people come into my job um, and, like, fangirl over over Ovi. Uh And I'm just like, thank you. Do you you need some makeup? Or (laughs) did you just come here and talk about Ovi? So it's been been funny, though. I appreciate everybody being so sweet and everything. But it's strange having somebody be so obsessed with this dork. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, for sure. And I feel like, Hannah, you got to – I mean, they wrote an article about you. And what was it? Cosmo – how do you say that? Cosmopolitan. Cosmopolitan. (laughs) Yeah. So did you just wake up to that one day? Or did they, like, interview you? Because I kind of, like, read Um, it. And it didn't – and it seemed like they knew a lot about you guys. No, no one said anything to me at all. Um, I had no idea that was going to happen. It was actually, I was on vacation last week when they released the article and um, Rockstar from last season is actually the first one who reached out to me. Mm -hmm. Um, She sent it to me and was like, hey, Hannah, this is crazy. Have you seen this? Um, And I, I took a minute for me to like register it, but it was insane. I thought that book was like the Bible when I was in middle school. So I middle school and high school. And so I was really excited to see that, but no, I had no idea it was going to happen. They didn't interview me or anything. I think they gathered everything from Instagram. Was it, and it was pretty accurate. Was it right? Yeah, it was all, it was all really accurate. (laughs) That's awesome. I'm glad some of my Instagram captions have been pretty in depth. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It was all, yeah, it was all pretty accurate, but it was super exciting. Yeah, no, that, that is like, that's, that's awesome. Um, so Ovi, how did you, you, how'd you get into the big brother house? Like what was your application or were you a recruit? Because I remember I watched like the Jeff interviews and I remember seeing, well, I loved you right away. And I remember seeing you say something like about a homework assignment or something. Yeah, no, it's, uh, it's kind of funny. Um, in high school, I was taking this sociology class, mm-hmm. and what was this? This is like in tenth grade, I think. And the assignment for that class was to watch Big Brother, essentially. And so I thought it was really strange. Why would I want to watch people twenty four seven? But <laughs> yeah, I, really, I it, it is episode. weird. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it was, at first I was like, "This is kind of strange." Mm-hmm. And but then I uh, I watched an episode and then kind of fell in love with it. And I was like, "Whoa, this is crazy!" And so. After I finished the class, we did all, like, you know, we had to analyze all that. And then I just became a fan ever since then. Um, I got to, I think it was season 15, I got to see your season, and I, which I loved that. And then later on, I kept watching all the other seasons. Mm-hmm. So I was such a big fan since then. Um, and so it was always kind of my dream of mine to, you know, 
shoot my shot and put out an application. So I applied, made a video. My buddy helped me make the video. Was I didn't, that like January? Yeah, yeah. I think I made it in yeah. like um, like January wise. You know, I was like really stressing over the video. I was like, I want to make perfect. <laughs> yeah. I can. Um, but I sent it out. You know, uh, I didn't think really much of it, and then I was really fortunate for them to get back to me, and then the whole process started from there. Yeah, well, I don't think we ever really. I didn't really think you'd ever get on. Yeah, you just kept making making some cuts, and then we're here. We were in in June. So that's yeah. so funny, Hannah. Did you did you want to apply with him? Oh no, no. You're like no, that's not my thing. <laughs> um, I've I've never watched the show actually um, uh-huh. until this season. Um, so I was kind of in the same boat as like sophomore Ovi. I thought mm-hmm. it sounded really weird. Um, yeah. And I like, I like social media and things like that a lot, but I tend to be more of a private person about Mm. certain things. And so the idea of someone watching me all the time, I was like, that's crazy. Mm -hmm. I don't want to, I don't want to do that. People will see me like without my eyebrows filled in. Like, I don't want to do that. (laughs) Dude, you you are stunning. You would be stunning no matter what. So that is not something you you. have to worry about. Thank you. Um, But no, it's been, it's been interesting for sure. And this Mm -hmm. is always like, Ovi stream and everything and I I still have a year of school so I you know even if I had wanted to do something like that yeah um I you know if we had made it to September I would have had to miss out on school and things so this is this was Ovi's little little dream for for the the time being so it was easy to let him go because you knew it was his dream you guys have a solid relationship so it was just like you know see you later I'm gonna miss you type feeling right yeah yeah I think it was more so like that um I, I think it was easier for me because I didn't really know what to expect. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was just kind of like, bye. And then, <laughs> <Yeah>. it, <laughs> then it all started. And luckily, you know, um, I didn't really know what to expect on like the internet and things like that. And right. then I, yeah. I released something saying, you know, like, I'm so excited for him, whatever. Mm-hmm. And that's when um, I started getting a little bit more of a following. And that was really cool. You know, luckily, BB Twitter has been pretty kind to us. Yeah. That is <laughs> so very far. that's very unusual. So take it well. <laughs> like yeah. you know, it's yeah, like I, I've heard I've heard that we're lucky in that yeah, Yes, yes. It can be a brutal place. But I'm glad mm-hmm. that it's treating you really well because I think after my first season on sixteen, it was really good. And then after I won on eighteen, it was like Paul was robbed, you know, so it, yeah. I've had both experiences mm-hmm. and you, you just got to learn to like, you know, take the good stuff and then just mm-hmm. not turn your head. Like if strangers say mean things, it's just let it go, you know? So, yeah, yeah. Well, there's definitely, there's definitely one or two. And I think the first, I gave myself the first couple of days after the press release to just scroll through and read every single thing that was posted and then um, after that, I kind of limited myself just to, like, 20 minutes at Good. night, like, reading yeah. through and things. And mm-hmm. I realized it would be really easy to, like, fall down the rabbit hole of just scrolling for hours and reading <laughs> yeah. everything. Exactly. So how did you guys get together? What's your love story? Man. Uh, <laughs> you started it, so you want to take this? Yeah, I guess. Uh, <laughs> um, so, yeah, I saw Hannah and I had a class. Um, what was it? I think my sophomore year. My freshman year. Yeah, class. my sophomore year, her freshman year. And it was a very fun class called Constitutional Law. Oh, my uh, gosh. <laughs> oh, Law in American Society. So, yeah. So, oh, wow. a very fun. Not actually really fun at all. Right. But I saw Hannah. She was, Hannah was, like, the only, like, 
the main girl in the class and she was political science classes at ut a lot of times there's only a few girls mm-hmm. and then there's just lots of guys in oh. there especially especially your upper level classes and for some reason my freshman year self decided to take all upper level classes which was stupid um and but luckily i met i met you yeah. out of that <laughs> Had a lot of a lot of stress um, school-wise, but I met you. Yeah. So we were in that class together, and I was probably one of, like, maybe four or five girls. Yeah, and so I saw Hannah there, and so I always thought she was, you know, looked beautiful and whatnot, but I never, uh, we didn't say much to each other at all, and so it was coming near the end of the semester, and I was like, you know what, I need to, uh, if I'm going to say something, I need to say it now, and the final was coming up, and so I sent her, not like a DM, not an Instagram message or anything like that, or even asked her for a number, I sent an her email. an email. Aw, that's so cute. <laughs> she said to her, hey, do you want to study for the final? I made a study guide. Uh-huh. I said, the brown boy sitting behind you. In the Hawaiian shirt. Okay, well, you're you're the only brown boy in there. You didn't need to, <laughs> you really didn't need to specify if you were wearing the Hawaiian shirt, but... <laughs> Um, days uh, like two days went by. I'm like, all right, nothing's gonna happen. I'll put my number in there, and then I get a text like the day before the final, mm-hmm. and she's like, "Yeah, I'd love to study." So we end up studying. We don't get much done, and we both almost fail our finals. Oh, then that's one so thing funny. happens, to, yeah, happens to another. And during the summer, we decide to go meet up like a few weeks down the line, and just for like a little, you know, little date. And then after that, she lives in. Um, the, I lived in Memphis for the summer. Yeah, Memphis, and I lived in like Knoxville. So those are around like six, seven hours away. Oh, wow. And I own like a kind of a broken down minivan with no AC, but mm-hmm. we decided um, I would travel. I traveled down to Memphis one weekend, and the next weekend she would travel down. So we did that back and forth throughout the summer. And by school year, my car has AC, yeah. so it you know was it's, a lot easier for well, me. <laughs> yeah, that's good. And what's funny is Victor's car when we he got out of Big Brother too. His didn't have AC, and he talked about it, and his windows <laughs> didn't roll down. And he's like, he, so he would like talk that's about like, that too. <laughs> None of your doors open except for like the driver's one, yeah, so you have to crawl through. Yes, <laughs> it's, um, it's definitely a ride, and but yeah, we that's kind of how it happened. And then, um, before we knew when the school started, we started deciding I was a little apprehensive, and then eventually Hannah put her foot down and it was just like, If you're gonna date me, you better date me. And so that was kind of the uh, Aww. the cue, so yeah, that's that's and how it went. So it's been how long, like two years? Yeah, oh, wow, a little, little over two years now, yep. Awesome. Congratulations. You guys are so cute. And oh, thank, thank you. I you heard they're our, our favorite couple though. Like we are <laughs> thank really you. Like, we thank... fanboy and over y'all. Victor's a Victor's a good dude. I mean, he usually keeps I don't know if you've ever listened to our podcast, but he's the one that does the talking. So I'm like, oh my God, how am I gonna do this? But you guys are so easy to talk to. This is so fun. Oh, um, you're making it really easy. Yeah, yeah. I am not a big podcast gal. I didn't yeah. really know how this is gonna go. Mm-hmm. Um and Ovi and I were you know, gonna like talk about it before you called, and he didn't get here until eleven o'clock. So he couldn't um, get in I'm, his van. I'm glad that you're easy to talk to because I didn't really know what to expect. Yeah, no, this is going really good. So, okay, so I saw this really cute thing. I don't know if it's true. Ovi, did you like set up emails to send Hannah while you were in the house? <laughs> yes, I did. I, the night before I left, um, I didn't really sleep at all, and what I didn't, I made kind of like a different email and made like a video for every week I'd be gone and put it kind of on a timer thing. And so I didn't I, even uh, know you could do that. So I you didn't, didn't even, even have like someone send them for you. Like you set up a timer. No, yeah. it was a time going because it would come It would come at 10 o'clock <laughs> every week after um, like the first episode of the week. 
Oh my gosh. So what what was it like getting the first one, Hannah? Um, I well, I had had like a watch party the first night um for the for the premiere. Um Mowgli shh. Um Mowgli wants to talk on the podcast too. <laughs> um but I was sitting here with just with a bunch of girls in my apartment and um, I got an email and the name of it was just some random name. It was like Thomas or something like that. And I was oh like, my who, gosh. Who is emailing me? And so I opened it and it was a video. Um, and I opened it up and there there was Opie. And I'm just not really a big technology girl in general. Same I'm, here. I know what you like, mean. What the heck? Yeah. Like, how did this, how did this happen? Mm-hmm. Um, and he, I didn't really know a lot about Big Brother, too. And so I was like, mm-hmm. does he have his phone? Oh, like, what is, the, yeah. what is going on? Mm-hmm. Um, and then I realized that he had, like, pre-recorded all of these. And so I'm sitting there crying with a bunch of uh, girls that I'm friends with. And they're all freaking out, of course, um, just because we eat that kind of stuff up. But um, it was really nice. It was nice because at that point, he had been gone for about two weeks yeah um, so mm-hmm. I hadn't really heard from him or anything for a while and so it was nice to hear his voice and everything and then I started getting one every week um it was labeled week one and so I was like did this man make one for every week yeah. that he would be gone um that probably would have been easier if you had known you'd only been gone for like <laughs> <two weeks. laughs> yeah we only got the video like five or six so that's still I mean that's still so cute you set the standard so high anyone listening they're gonna be like their boyfriend expectations just went up. So, <laughs> um, uh, yeah, that was really sweet. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. It's easy when you have a good girlfriend. Okay, we'll talk game talk now. We'll get into like the Big Brother okay. stuff, okay? Because now I'm like getting like, all right, I'm excited. So, okay, how no was how was actually being in the Big Brother house versus what you thought it would be since you were a fan? And you know, I feel like before I went into the house, I always thought it would be like like the diary room would be like something like the kitchen, you know, food pantry dances. What was it like compared to your expectations? Oh man, it was absolutely crazy. I mean, the sense that like you watch a show. You see clips here and there. And so the I guess the crazy thing was the layout of the house. First of all, I didn't ever realize the <laughs> diary room and things like that were so close to the living room or the kitchen was this side. You know, mm-hmm. the bathroom, you got to walk through the whole house. Like it, you never realize until you're in the house what it is and that you're surrounded with mirrors. Like now I'm so used to like having a mirror next to me. I can check myself out super easy. But like <laughs> yeah. in, in real life, you don't have that. So yeah. Um, expectations like that were definitely like as a fan like whoa mind blown um going into house though you know you have a certain game plan in it and being a fan you kind of know like what the basics are you know like you might not want to win exactly the first hoh right, in your mind. you don't want right. to call off two, the first two people you know you try to plan for those type of things but um it really is like how julie says you have to expect the unexpected and there's so many things that just get thrown at you that you got to figure out a way to maneuver your way around. Um, yeah, no, for sure. So, yeah. I completely I, – I think I was I was so scared. I didn't talk for, like, the first 11 days because I was like, I do not want to, like, be a target. And I was so yeah. intimidated by everyone because I was quiet. And, you know, everyone was so, like, loud. And I was like, oh, my God, do, am I going to even have a friend in here? So it's so, it's so weird because you're worried. You don't know if they're going to put people in there that you'll even, like, be able to talk to when you're feeling sad or you're missing someone. And was that Cliff for you? Was that who you were closest to in the house? Yeah, you know, in the, in it has exactly what you said. You're not sure, like you're scared about what you might say might get people upset. And so, yeah, and I, I mean, it might be it's a lot of seasons, but this season, at least personally for me, 
because I was playing it. Well, there were so many big personalities there that are really trying to um, yeah. command the conversations at all times. So, you know, back home, I like to think of myself as a bigger personality, and I get I like to talk, but I make sure other people have the chance to talk. And, you know, it's uh, it's respect given both ways. In the house, it was tough sometimes to even get a word out because people are shouting over you in a, another um, they're talking. And so it, it's yeah, tough, so. It's, there was a lot of, there's a lot of loud personalities in there for sure. Mm-hmm. Exactly. A lot of one-sided conversations. Yes. Yeah. Most all, and you know, my, my, my plan was that, you know what, you're going to be a listener over in here. You're going to listen to what, you know, like instead of talking so much, you're going to listen more. So, so that way you can try to create social connections with people. Um, obviously the social connections did not work. <laughs> it didn't really work to, out. It worked out for me. Um, but yeah. And then I, I Day one, you're trying to find your bed situation, and somehow Cliff and I, we got paired up with each other. Oh, well, I got paired up with, I think, I think it was Christy at first, but, you know, I have a girlfriend, so I was pretty, like, up, like, front about that. I was just like, you know mm-hmm. what, I can move to a different bed. I, I, I think right. you should spend, rather sleep with a guy or, like, by myself, and just, but you have to... You know, pair Maybe up. you should have slept with Christy because now you'd rather sleep with Cliff than me. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> and then, so, yeah. And so then Cliff became somehow my, you know, bedmate. And mm-hmm. so we started bond from there. And then Cliff was one of the few people in the house, honestly, that um, he really wanted to hear some of my, like, the things I've done before, you know, about my life. And the same vice versa. I think in my head to going in the game, I always wanted to get closer to one of the, the older person in the cast or some of the uh, quote unquote, you know, outsiders because. Um, right. You know, it, it's just people are people, and I think sometimes they're the most interesting people. And Cliff has so many stories, and so he was—he became my best friend in the house for sure. Him and Nicole. Yeah, and I think that's kind of like it's weird because on sixteen, like Donnie was one of my best friends, and then Christine, and they kind of have like those similarities. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I was—I was not part of the eight-person alliance either on sixteen, so I know how you feel. I was like, they did not want me in the alliance. I didn't know anything that was going on, and I just thought like. You know, I I just thought it was like summer camp and I was so excited to be there. And then next thing you know, it was like, oh, my gosh, like there's a huge alliance taking over the house and I don't even know about it. So, oh, yeah, I can totally relate. I would totally relate to that. It was like called the bomb squad, but it didn't last this. It didn't last long. So they never really really do. So, yeah, no, exactly. It's that um, in my head, I know there's going to be an alliance made day. One, two, and three, you know, just come from watching it. In mm-hmm. the same boat of you, like, you know, they did not want me in that eight-person alliance. And, in fact, I let the eight-person alliance know that, hey, I think there's an eight-person alliance informing <laughs> yeah. me. So I think that was, you know, um, definitely mm-hmm. put a target on my back from there. But in my head, I was thinking that if there are people out there that are aligned already, if those people already know that, hey, I want to be a number for you. Right. In my head, I'm thinking that rationally that they wouldn't want to target me right now because if they know I'm already good with them and I'll protect them at that moment, why would you want to put me up? So yeah. that kind of, you know, a, I didn't yeah. expect that. And so that's, um, I think, might have been naivety on my part in the beginning and my, like, own actions to play. Because in the game, I wanted to get everyone to like me. That was yeah. my goal. Well, I think that you also thought... They they would be thinking rationally. And yeah, exactly. They should have wanted the you. They should have wanted yeah. you as a number. They you wanted to be on their team. It's it's so it's their fault. It's like their loss. It's it's, <laughs> it's honestly idiotic. Like their game move to not take you in when you you had a power and you told them about the power. And I okay, so let's like ba- hold on, let's back up. So did you know? Okay. Did you and Mickey go to college together? Do you know him? 
we we did go to college together, but you know the school is twenty nine thousand students, and he was a year before he graduated a year before me. So oh, okay. I, I didn't know him during this time. We didn't even have I don't think we had any classes together. It's kind of crazy. Um, and my year where I served as student body president was my senior year, so mm-hmm. I knew people before that. But that fourth year is when I got to know a lot more people. Okay. So he was already graduated by then. So no, Mickey and I never knew each other. Okay. I had a lot of people reach out to me and ask me if we knew him too. And, you know, I, after finding out he was on the cast, I found out about some people who had known him and come across him and thanks during like their time here, just because I was in a sorority for a while too. Mm-hmm. And um, he was pretty involved in his life as well. Um, but yeah, it was interesting because there were so many people saying, you know, like, it's going to be partners this season. Yeah, you know, I thought that too. Yeah. yeah, and they, I was like, yeah, I have no idea who this guy is. I, mean, <laughs> I didn't think that. Yeah, and I was hoping that we would have that, we could use the bond of being a ball going to, you know, UT because that's a, coming from this area, like, you know, when you're a Tennessee volunteer, that means a lot to a lot right. of people around here. So I was hoping in the house that that could be kind of a commonality that we share and we'd look after each other because yeah. I would not turn my back in the beginning on a, a ball. Like, that would just be, you know, me coming straight out of university at the end. So, however, some people don't share the same sentiment. <laughs> yeah. No, I just – I wasn't sure because – so when you told them about your power, I personally think it was a great game move because at that point – you you were you needed something to make them want you to stay right because you felt like you were going home and yeah you know yeah like tell us what you were thinking like when you were doing that exactly you know and i know going like you do not tell anybody about your power you keep that to your grave and that was my plan but i knew the writing was on the wall yeah i knew how the votes were probably going and i i I made a conscious decision that i said that like i rather throw every possibility (laughs) out there Sorry, our dog's got to yell. That's okay. That's okay. I try every single, make sure that I wouldn't go home without trying if I had a power in my pocket. So I couldn't use the power. I couldn't transfer the power, but I thought maybe I could use the power of the knowledge of the nightmare power to you, my benefit. So I knew, um, and in hindsight, of course, like people can see all the perspectives. Jack was gunning for me day one. I didn't exactly realize how hard he was gunning for me, but I knew that Jack and Mickey both felt threatened that they would be targets and they would go up. And I knew they had sway within the house. Mm -hmm. Kimmy, Nick, and Bella at that point already kind of wrote me off and were voting away from me. Jessica was voting to keep Kat. Um, Cliff and Nicole probably would have have kept me there. So I knew I needed to get that. I think they would have if they had thought that was where some of the bigger people at the moment in the house were going. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And they were just trying to fly under the radar too. Yeah. So the four people I knew – because Christy couldn't vote, and the four people I knew, I, or five people I knew, I had to convince in that sense. Because I think Sam would have just gone whatever it would be Holly, Sis, Mickey, and Jack. Mm-hmm. And so I felt that if I could convince Mickey and Jack, because they already felt threatened, yeah. that they could sway Sis and Holly. So my plan was offer them this type of safety type of thing. And here's the thing: is that in the Big Brother house, you can you know write a check and bounce it later. My only plan was survive eviction night and figure out everything down the line right. and so it was kind of my hail mary hoping that hey maybe they will be like okay he's here for us mm-hmm. he also has a power that he's willing to protect us why would we vote him out over cat who probably won't do much at that point you know um to yeah. keep us around so it's, that was kind of my logic yeah. and it, it was kind of hail mary i knew mm-hmm. the likelihood of it succeeding was very low but i knew i had to try something yeah no and i think it's a great game move because you also told the people who were influential on the house who could have changed something those two guys were at the time kind of like 
whatever they said people would do. So I was like, yes, this could potentially work. And why, you know, like, why wouldn't they take this almost? Um, so that was, it was a great, it was a great try. You know, I would have done the same thing. I don't think the other people in the house should have told their power because they weren't in danger, but Mm -hmm. you, yours, I completely understand. Um, what would Hannah, if you had like a one minute phone call with Ovi and like to call him in the house, what would you have told him? Why, like, from you know, <laughs> like, what would like game if you could give him one like advice for game wise because you know who's against him, who's with him, what would you have said? Yeah. I think that my biggest thing that I probably would have told him is that to stop trying with Jack. Yeah. Um, I think that that would have been my thing because, um, I don't know, I could just see kind of the wheels turning in Ovi's head, and I think that. Um, it logically made sense, you know, what he was, what he was trying to do. And like I said earlier, um, he was like thinking, you know, rationally, why wouldn't these people keep me? And I think that my biggest thing that I would have told him is that it didn't really, from what I could see that for whatever reason, whatever personal biases there might've been on the other people's part, that it didn't seem to matter matter. um, what, what Mm -hmm. he did or what he didn't do. And so I think that um, my biggest advice to him just would have been, you know, to move on to something else, like try, try someone else. And I, yeah. I totally understood, you know, trying to reach for someone who seemed to be influential at the time in the house. Um, but I think my biggest piece of advice to him just would have been that, you know, save your breath, calm, like just kind of relax a little bit. Cause it didn't seem to me after, you know, him talking about his power it didn't seem to me that it was going to matter what he did or didn't say with this group of people like it didn't really seem like there was much of a chance from the get-go with certain individuals yeah and it honestly makes me so mad to watch like like just knowing that your mind's made up their mind's made up without no matter what's better for their game it's just Mm -hmm. it, it just made me feel like this is such, like, why aren't you doing this? He has such a good point. Like, you know, and it, it it's just frustrating. And I know what it feels like, too, to be in the house. And I was at a point like that, too. And I, you know, told Caleb, like, look, you're the next person on the totem pole. P- p- I, like, work with me. And then he goes right away and says, yeah, Nicole said she wants to work. You know, just threw me right under the bus. And it's just like they can't see right what's in front of them, I yeah. guess. So I completely know... Like, I know how it feels, and it was just so hard to watch. Um, Yeah, it was really frustrating to watch, too, because, you know, you go in, well, especially somebody I didn't really, I was still kind of learning, you know, how this game normally goes. And so once I realized, you know, that he was being targeted, Mm -hmm. I'm going back trying to see, you know, what did he do? Like, why why was this happening? Mm -hmm. Um, And then I'm seeing, you know, people from, like, Big Brother alum and then other fans who are saying, you know, like, this doesn't make any sense. And so Mm -hmm. I'm like, am I, because in my head, I'm like, am I just being um, biased towards Ovi and thinking that he didn't do anything wrong? And so I was going through and trying to see if there was anything that he could have done smarter on that um, on his end, and no. um, yeah, I still really believe that. I, I don't really think it mattered what yeah. you did for after those first couple of days. Um, it didn't really seem like anybody's mind was being swayed on you or David or Kimmy. So, yeah. Nope. And did you watch live feeds too, or um, you- I um, had a subscription to it, but I realized pretty shortly in that I didn't really have to watch the live feeds. Oh, people to know keep you was, updated to know what was going on. There yeah. was always some 
some loyal OV stand um, <laughs> yeah. either mentioning me or DMing me something and saying to go back and look at a certain timestamp and everything like that. And, you know, at first I was like, oh, this is going to be annoying. But it was actually kind of nice in the sense that I never really sat there and just watched the live feeds or anything like that. Um, I always kind of knew what was going on yeah. um, just because people would let me know. And mm-hmm. so that was nice just because I didn't have to sit there for hours and kind of comb through what was going on. Yeah, that's, always just yeah. kind of kept me updated. That's, so That's really nice. So mm-hmm. o- Ovi, if you would have won the comeback competition, I'm sure you've been asked this like a million times, but I got to know, like if you won the competition and then you won HOH, what would, who would you put up? Do you know? Oh man, that's a, that's a dream right there. Well, because uh, everyone would want to be your best friend right now. So it would be really hard, you know, like they would cling to you. Yeah, exactly. And, and so, and I, I want to make sure that like, you know, when I'm talking about this, I don't want to have like rose-tinted glasses and be like, this is exactly what I would do because in the moment you might be different, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, I definitely think I would have tried to create some sort of, you know, uh, partnerships through that um, that power with the HOH because I would have Cliff and Nicole and see what ways we can branch out. I really would want to reach out to, like, people Mm -hmm. like Sam um, and other people within the house that are already there to, like, kind Mm -hmm. of the outsiders and bring a coalition together. Uh, David being in the game for the time he was really helped me kind of work through things together and kind of see what's what you know i already had by day 15 i started you know i started actually starting to think about more so the game at that point and got yeah. the clocks turning and so i realized the power structure close to the end that we have at the head we have of course mickey there there's jack um and there's a there's a strong alliance with this with this group of uh six people that would probably have some bonus members in there too so to take out the structure we need to take out jack and David mm-hmm. was very um, adamant about that. So the more we talked about it, the more I realized he's right. This is something we need to take out. So yeah. my plan would be take it, put Jack and Tommy on the block mm-hmm. because I felt Tommy would not go home. And right. Jack, that would be the only person Jack would go home against. Yeah. Or put Christy next to Jack. Cause yeah. these, and I would have an excuse, Christy, because she put me up. So in that sense, that's put what right I would up. like to see, yeah. Yeah. Jack and Christy. And so between those people and at that, and socially, cause I think Jack, uh, Tommy, you know, is playing great games socially in the house. Yeah. No one wants to target him. Everyone loves him. So I felt that, the only way to get Jack at the time out, because when you're looking at these people, everyone was a shield for Jack. No one really wanted to target Jack, even though they knew how strong he was. Yeah, um, it's so weird. I, it, it is. It's just so weird because he's just so big and he's just like powerful and loud and kind of mean. And so it's like, just get him. <laughs> get him out. Think of the whole time I was watching. You know, like, have you ever, I'm sure you've seen Mean Girls. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's that part in Mean Girls where they talk about Regina George and they're like, you know, the meaner she is to me, the more I want her to be my friend. <laughs> yeah, you know, and I was sitting yeah. here and I was like, Jack is Regina George. Everybody's <laughs> like, the more, the more crap that comes out of his mouth, the more everybody's like, Ugh, I need him to like me. Uh, like, it was just so yeah. weird to me. It is. Yeah, it, and it's strange. I think, you know. Jack used a lot of different tactics in the house. I think he, honestly, he used a bit of intimidation in the house to get people to move. So people were scared about moving against him. But I think if anything was a benefit for me in being in camp comeback is that you're at the lowest of the low. You're not even on a totem pole because you're technically out of the game. <laughs> yeah. you know? So uh-huh. I, I realized that if I'm getting another chance to get back in this game, I'm going to make sure I take a shot. I make a difference because I'm a fan, you know, yeah. at this point, even getting to the end would be a real struggle. Cause mm-hmm. I know like the wall, my wall, like my back's against the wall, but I was going to make sure I could take out a, you know, head of the snake before I went down. Cause I knew I had the nightmare power. Um, and so 
coupled with mm-hmm. if I won the HOH, I think I could have made a strong move within the house to make sure that one of them would go home. And my favorite moment was when you went up to the HOH room and you stuck up for Nicole. Good for you, <laughs> Ovi. Like you got, I feel like that's like America's favorite worthy right there. Like that move was so nice. You knew that like people could get angry at you or they could feel some type of way, but you were just so human and you were like, this is not right. Like when you went up there, was your like heart racing? Were you nervous? And you were just like, I'm sick of, I'm sick of this. Yeah. Thanks for saying that, Nicole. That does mean a lot. And a lot of people have been super um, encouraging and sweet about that moment. But mm-hmm. I got to be honest, in that moment, that was just, you know, Nicole's my friend. And yeah. like back home in the house, I stick up for my friends. Yeah. And I think, you know, some people are like, man, oh, he's such a nice guy. He's so sweet. Things like that. Before any all this stuff mm-hmm. um, within the house. But, you know, I, I was I knew I was getting a lot of things thrown at me. But in my head, it's like, I'll keep my head down. I'm going to work through it. Yeah. Uh, when they go low, we go high, and I'm going to get back in this house and cause some chaos. But the line crossed for me that you can say what you want about me. That's, you know, I'm just going to take it right now at this moment. In real life, I would have to say something about it. But I'm not going to let you treat my friends badly. There's a difference between game moves and then personal moves. Yeah. And when you try to justify your personal moves through game, that's not cool because – at that point, they were laughing up in the HOA. They were, you know, um, they're making a whole ruckus. They're making sure that we could hear them. And so yeah. knowing that, you know, as a camp comeback, because we're already ostracized. It mm-hmm. is what it is at that moment. But then they just put on uh, Jessica and Cliff on the block, and then they still disclude Nicole, too. That was just not cool in my book. And um, there's so many better ways to go around by this instead of doing that. Yeah. I just, I, I didn't feel it wasn't right in my bones. And um I had to say something. So when going up on there, it, it was. I remember I was just trying to focus, trying to make do what I probably did way too much in the house and bake cookies because like that's the only way to get my mind off things. Yeah. And but like while it was happening, I'm hearing them laugh. I'm seeing Nicole pace back and forth. I see Cliff to my left. I think, and there's just utter sadness in them. I like at that moment, I said I, I knew it wasn't right. I always told myself if something like this goes on in the house, I'm not going to make sure that I'm not going to stand for it. So if I don't say something now, when am I ever? So. Yeah, um, Cliff was like, you. You, you know, you shouldn't do that right now. Cause, but at the point it's like, my game is already as low as it can go, you know, mm-hmm. Nicole. So if I don't say something when I'm even at this lowest point in the game, um, when am I going to say something? Yeah. And so my, my parents taught me better my friends and, you know, family back home. Um, they would do the exact same thing too for me as well. I know that for a fact. So I have a lot of good people around my life and I've been really blessed because of the people around me because they've stuck up for me and vice versa. So, yeah. um, no, that's, that's, that's so great. Them. Yeah, that's, it's so great. It's so great to see how, like, how genuine, I love watching, like, genuine kind people on the show. It's just, because, yeah, you, like you said, they're in the room, they're making all this noise, they're trying to, like, uh, like, taunt you guys almost, and it's just so hard to watch. And then when you walk up there and you just say, you know, that you're not being nice, like, this is not nice, and then it, it just shows who they are. And, you know, you may not have made it as far as them, but you are going to make it so much further in life, and you are going to have so many opportunities open up for you because that's what happens to good people. So I well, loved thanks, watching. You never know. You could be back for a second chance. <laughs> <laughs> there, there's a chance. There's a chance. And if I, if I was to be back, I would definitely – um, take off some blinders and play a lot harder and make sure the game is there. But also, I'm always a big proponent of making sure other fans get a chance to play. So either way, I'll be happy to see whoever can 
go back in this house down the line because um, there's some people I think on this cast that would be better replaced with others. I'll just oh, say yeah. that. Yeah, no, for sure. And okay, so my last questions okay. are: who do who are each of you rooting for right now? Because are you guys you guys are watching? Are you is it hard to watch? Are you watching? Are you invested? Um, I'm not. I don't think we're really keeping up. Like no. As closely, like mm-hmm. with the live feeds and things like that, but we're we're watching. We're watching. We're keeping up. You know? I don't watch live. Fe- I'm not watching live feeds this year either. I watched them one year before I went on, and then I kind of yes. I just you go on Twitter like you said, and you have all the recaps. I don't even gotta you know you can see everything that's happening. So, um, but as a casual viewer, you guys are watching the shows like every every three nights a week. Well, I'm catching. You know, I guess it's hard to say. I think you might understand this right now. It's in that mode where. Um, I, I'm keeping up with all the updates. Mm-hmm. I, like, I'm, I, like, every, like, day at nighttime I go check to make sure, you know, they're doing okay. But, like, mm-hmm. watching the show is a little tough for me right now. Yeah. It's, it's weird to say just because you know you're not there and, like, your dream was to make it as far as you could. So there's, like, a, a bit of a hint of, um, I don't know. Just, just a, No, I get it. I get it. it it's It's been five years and I still get, like, nostalgia and I still get a weird feeling when people move into the house. I feel like it never goes away. Like, it's, like... Wait, there's there's new people and it's not me. It's so weird. And even when it's like your season, I've never watched my seasons back either, so I don't blame you for that. But um, it, it's a very weird, weird feeling. Like I feel like you can't, you don't understand unless it's you. You know, like I don't know. So, but if you you still got to be rooting for Cliff and Nicole, I'm guessing. Um, the people that I think Hannah and I are both rooting for in the house. I'm rooting for Nicole. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I love Nicole. Nicole and Cliff is my two. I mean, I, I like Cliff too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I really, I really want Nicole to win it. Yeah, I'm. Yeah. Uh, I'm either one of them who can get there. I'm all for it. They both can get there. I'd be happy because right now I consider you know we always say back home your friends. You should celebrate your friends' successes like they're your own. Yeah. Um, yep. And. Nicole and Cliff are like my two best friends in the house and I'm pretty sure when they leave this house they're going to be one of my closest friends as well um and so yeah I'm I'm rooting for them I was super happy how Cliff won the HOH he put up Jack and Mickey I know that uh Mickey came down and then now Bella's up there so like it, it, it's a mixed bag right there because I was really hoping one of them would yeah. go up there but at the end of the day I'm glad mm-hmm. he did win the HOH and Me he was too. able to pull his safety for Nicole and him mm-hmm. and I'm hoping maybe next week Maybe Nicole can win it, or maybe somebody on the outside, like Jessica, or um, on the other side of Sam, like Sam, some of those people, or whoever, Nick, if he's left there. So, um, And the votes might flip, and Jack might go home, too. I would- I'm just glad it's not Nicole or Jessica or Cliff up there. On the yeah. yeah, that's, you know, um, mm-hmm. it, it's, it's time to turn this, you know, I wish, like, I would have been there to take the shot and turn it around a little bit, but I'm super happy that um, the rest of what is left of the Fellowship of the Zing is able to take a shot. <laughs> and, um, yeah. and, yeah, so that's – I'm rooting for them. I'll keep on rooting for them. And if these two sides start to take chan- shots at each other and if, if the, within the inner – I think what is the, the shooters, the six shooters? Yeah, I, yeah. Think, I think they're going to. I feel like they're also, like, moody and they get mad yeah. and they're, like, who, you know, or jealous or something because – yeah. I, I feel like they're going to turn on each other before they're even worried about Nicole and Cliff for some reason, you know, because I, I don't I know. I hope so. Yeah. That's what I'm hoping is that they start taking shots and then they see each side kind of sees Nicole and Cliff as a number instead of shooting, a sh- like taking them out. They want them for their side. So and I'm mm-hmm. thinking, you know, Nicole has Nicole has taken so much like in that house, like yeah. people throwing so much at her mm-hmm. and 
Nicole is such an incredible woman outside yeah. the house and mm-hmm. inside the house. Yeah. And she's able to connect with people one-on-one in a way that people um, just don't understand. So her social game, her being able to flip boats and things like that, I'm hoping that she can keep utilizing that power of being able to connect with people and have them um, look at her in a different light. So I'm thinking, and I'm crossing my fingers and knocking on wood that she can continue to keep navigating socially through the game and just somehow find her way near the finals. And I'm hoping Cliff can keep bringing these rabbits out of these bags and, <laughs> yeah. you know, and do that and win maybe, you know. Me if, too. If, yeah, so. She, and uh, she, and she, she seems super smart too. She's She's got it all. She just needs a loyal team. I think that's about all mm-hmm. she needs. So Exactly, yeah. exactly. Um, Nicole, no, she's a gamer. She knows the game mm-hmm. and she, she gets reads on people. And also, the, I mean, the, I don't know, you know how maybe the feeder saw or, but it was when I was in the house, when even Nicole was on the block, she did not give up hope once, you know? Mm-hmm. She, she had a moment and then she's like, I'm going to keep fighting because this is what I'm here for. Right. Um, and you can't break that fighting spirit there, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I was trying to fight till the very end. Look at Cliff. No matter when he's had his back against the wall, whether that was banishment or bro- being blindsided, voted out, and then fighting right back and getting back in the game, he does great when he's under pressure. So, yeah, he um, does. Cliff is the most clutch person in this Big Brother 21 house, that's for sure. Yeah. And then I'm hoping him and Nicole can pair up and keep going on further. So, sorry, long answer there. No, that's okay. It's a great answer, and I completely agree. It's really only Cliff or Nicole. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) me too. I mean, I like, I love them, and I hope that they have, like, an underdog story, and then they come out on top, and, you know, it'll be really, it's going to be fun. Once they're out, I'm just going to be, if if they get out, I'm just going to be like, oh. Yeah, I think the only person from the majority that it wouldn't, like, anger me to win would be, like, Tommy. Yeah, I think, uh... And then what about, how is Sam? He seems like, he he seems like he's, like, really nice and stuff. I haven't watched the feeds, but I don't know if, if he doesn't seem, like, too bad either. Or is he, like, is he with that group? Or, I don't know. You know, from my, so... I will say this, and here's the thing. People say things cl- behind closed doors, and I haven't seen everything everyone said. And, yeah, um, that's true. I've seen a lot of things. And with Sam, at least, um, and I can say, I can testify to this, uh, from day one to day 30, um, every, with every camp comebacker who was there, Sam never switched to be in front of us. And, you know, he, he was one of the people who didn't try to ostracize us like everyone else did. He came, had these that's conversations. Good. Like, there was one day I still remember that I was like, I don't know, if it was like day 29, day 28, he was just like, he came up, he's like, hey, let's play, play pool. And I was just like, all right, let's play pool. And he was doing that. He's like, I just haven't had a chance to spend as much time with you. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I really like you, OB, things like that, you know? Mm-hmm. And so when you're at your lowest of your low, when no one wants to spend time with you, when people leave a room in 12 seconds after you come in it, and just having somebody in the house be like, hey, you want to play pool with me? Let's just hang out, you know? It means a it, lot. It, yeah. it means a lot. So mm-hmm. um, at its core, I think Sam's actually a really good person. And mm-hmm. I'm hoping that, he can work with Nicole and Cliff and kind of stir something up because he's also um, really good at competitions. So I'm thinking yeah, that he it's is. a chance. <laughs> yeah. And so I'm hoping that he decides if he does win power next week, that he decides, hey, I need to take a shot. There's no reason to go after Cliff or Nicole. I need to take a shot at one of these big people because they're going to be gunning for me. Yeah. I think Sam at least is playing it in the way, from what I understand, that it's been played in the past, you know, where you're still in those conversations behind closed doors about what's being what needs to happen and things like that and he's still you know in that majority group but I think at least Sam from what I could see like you said had 
the decency to like still treat you guys normally mm-hmm. yeah uh, like into your face so yeah it, it's and that's you know respect it when respect is given one way it should be returned the other way that's the way i believe it yeah for sure you know when I was around Sam, he showed me, um, I can't speak for Kimmy and David exactly, but uh, from my understanding, he did treat us, the camp comebackers, with respect and lot, like in front of us. You know, Again, mm-hmm. sometimes you're part of these big conversations where people say one thing or the other, and that's kind of a different story. Yeah. But I can say from my personal experiences with Sam, Sam yeah. was definitely a decent, nice guy. And I think he has two little boys, yeah. so at least you know the money would be used for exactly. yeah, helping them out. He's paying mm-hmm. for, I believe... Bradley's medical bills because mm-hmm. um, he had a whole issue when he was born and whatnot. And so he's, you know, he's fighting for a family. So that's the other thing is that I kind of, um, I, I'm sorry, I don't want to keep going on. Oh, too, no, but, okay. uh, people's, I guess the level of ruthlessness in the game, you have to be ruthless. You have to be cutthroat. I, I completely understand that, especially now. something, you know, important to fight for. Exactly. Yeah. There are mm-hmm. certain people though in the house have more to fight for than others. And Sam is still playing a respectful game. Um, however, he is fighting for more than a lot of people in that house, yeah, I would argue. for sure. He's fighting for, to get his whole family out of debt, to yeah. have money for his kids to go down to school, down the line. You know, those are things he's fighting for. When some of these people, um, I, I never want to, like, compare what, you know, who needs it the most. And that's yeah. not the question here. But mm-hmm. the love, he's able to show respect and love, even though he's fighting for our family. But right. has yeah. two kids when some people don't. Yeah, I think some people definitely, you know, still can be likable as a person and things yeah. like that, but go in there for like a platform or for clout or things like that. But I think, you know, Sam at least is genuinely there to help his family. So I like that. Yeah, yeah. and there's no benefit to being a mean person no matter what. Like, you know, family, no family, whatever. You should just never treat anybody like crap. Yeah, yeah. So exactly. they just don't have it. For people who do in the house or outside the house or anywhere, because this episode we kind of talk, me and Vic talk about handling criticism on media and stuff. And, and yeah. it's just like, it's just, there's no benefit to being a mean person. You know, everyone's no. still human and you, you can be competitive without being mean. So mm-hmm. that, exactly. Yeah. You're 100% right. And that's the way I look at it is that, like, if certain moves need to be in the house and that gives you the most best possible, like, efficient way, then fine. Mm-hmm. It's game. I don't care. However, if you were able to not be a jerk and not be so mean and still get the most best possible um, result out of it, you probably should have went down that route. If yeah. anything, being mean makes it less likely to help you. I, I think some of these people forget they are being recorded 24-7. Yes, I was going to bring that up. Like, you knew because yeah. it was an, a project, like an assignment, so you knew like that. But these people, I feel like, do not know that there's, like, 24-hour live feeds. Like, Which is just, like, <laughs> mind-blowing to me. <laughs> and I feel yeah. like they've been reminded that they're on live feeds. I've heard even cast members go to another cast member and say, hey, you know you're, like – you're 24 seven streaming, right? And they're like, yeah. what? Oh, oh, definitely. And then they act like they don't know this. Oh, and like, I'm, what? They tell you, you know, like, they tell you. I've never even watched the show. Yeah. yeah. I've never even watched the show. Like, and I know this. Like, yeah. how do you not know? They yeah. tell you before you go in there. Like, they don't just exactly. surprise you're on live feeds. Like, that's and like, I think that that's people kind of like doubling back on things that, you know, they may have said or done and then they're like oh i i didn't know yes you did well too yeah. too bad if you didn't because that's still the type of person you are you shouldn't yeah. be putting yeah, on a fake exactly. show anyway so yeah exactly <laughs> and that just shows even more of your character you know if you're gonna claim that you didn't know yeah that's worse people who are watching that's worse because you know how you act when people aren't looking at you is who you are yeah yeah exactly and- 
It, yeah, it's it's wild in that sense because you know, and I, I always said that after the game, and that's why I kind of own up to all my mistakes within the game because mm-hmm. people had a better view than I did, and so like anything I say is very easily debunked if it's wrong because like thousands of people were watching. Um, they have the receipts. They have the receipts, mm-hmm. and so it's um, yeah. It, it, I think it goes to show that if these, as the type of things these people, if the house guests are saying in the house when they are, are on national television, mm-hmm. what do they say when they're not here and in other places? You know, oh, exactly. exactly. So, they're probably already honestly on a better behavior than the, yeah than what they are at home, and that's like terrible. It's like which is oh scary. Yes. Which is scary. It's like what are you what do you do when you're at home oh. or especially people in certain um job positions? I'm just like, how do you act when you're in the workplace if you're acting this way in a house? Like yeah. I just it yeah. mind boggling. And it's unfortunate. And you know, I always said that I would never be bitter about anything within, you know, the game, because the game is played in a way that you game moves have to be made. But within this house, I'll just say this that there were a lot of personal things that were made. Um, I think there were a lot of implicit biases that were mm-hmm. in play. Right. And and I'm not saying it for me, but the way people treated David and Kimmy were completely wrong. And I think um, a lot of the actions against them were not based on game. They were based on previous biases. And mm-hmm. so that's just not right whatsoever because I think it, some of these people going to house, uh, they were judged before the moment they walked in the mm-hmm. house, you know? Yeah. Um, some, and, you know, that might be yeah. me. In that I think group. the two of them were the immediate and then it went to, it went to you. Next. Yeah. And so that's really unfortunate because, you know, being a game of the, you know, fan of the game, mm-hmm. um, loving this game as much, you want to come in here and not, you shouldn't be judged before you oh, even absolutely um, not. talk anything, yeah. you know, just on the way you look. And so that's just really unfortunate. Yeah. And I think, you know, People have to answer for the things they do in this house. Maybe not inside the house right now. After, but for sure. But after, for, for sure. For sure, yeah. They're, I feel like their eyes are going to be opened real wide. And I I, I just don't know, like, I, I don't know. I, I, I get, It gets me frustrated, and we'll just, like, end it there. And, and we'll just yeah. let we'll let the universe take care of it, and it'll all, yeah. you it know what I mean? Like, it, all, it normally it, does, so... Mm. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Well, thank you guys so much for coming on Coco Caliente podcast. Thank you. Thank you so much for having us. Like, we are such big fans of y'all, and like, I've watched y'all, and and I don't know how y'all did yet because I I'm still catching Aww. up on the episodes, but on the amazing race. <laughs> yeah. And so I'm like, and I just tell Victor this place, like, I was such a huge fan of him too, and mm-hmm. I was like, if I can come back, I wanted like Victor was a comeback kid too. So, yeah, he was. You know, I am such a huge fan of y'all, and so we're super thankful for y'all having yeah, us. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. It's been a really fun experience. I had no idea what to expect, but it was really, really fun, and it was nice getting to talk to you. Yeah, yeah. if you need anything from us down the line, we're more than happy to help. And hopefully we get to like meet up sometime, double date maybe. Oh, yes. that'd be so awesome. And double if we're ever date. on the race together, then we will uh, we'll build an alliance. A real oh, man, that would be, that'd be awesome. <laughs> oh Put in a good word for this. <laughs> yeah. You guys would be awesome. Me neither. We need some help. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks so much, guys. I'll talk to you later. Okay. Thank you. Thank Bye, you, Nicole. Nicole. Bye. Right. Bye. So we'll do reviews. We will do reviews. And just because like we always say, we love you guys so much and we appreciate you guys leaving those reviews. Hopefully you guys feel the love today. Yeah. Hopefully this is this, this episode is all about the love that we have for you guys. And if I bring my voice down a little bit, it gets a little bit more intimate. And I just want you guys to know that we really, really care about you. So Nicole, take it away. <laughs> <laughs> okay. This one's from Scorpio Queen 82. 
The title is, It's Like Drinking a Warm Cup of Cocoa, Five Stars. This show is exactly what I needed. My commute to work is long and normally stressful. Since I found this podcast, all my stress just melts away. The chemistry Nick and Vic have is rare. They are down to earth and I'm always sad when the episode is over. I definitely recommend this podcast and tell everyone I know to listen. From your friend in Ohio. Hey. Midwest is the best. Our neighbor. Yeah, Yeah. our neighbor in Ohio. Uh, That was great. Thank you. And this one is from, um, I don't, Sikachu. I don't know. S-I-C-A-C-H-U. Sikachu. Maybe I'm saying it completely wrong. But a podcast I'm thankful for. Five stars. This podcast is hilarious, real, and absolutely perfect to just calm down and listen to. It's helped me through sleepless, anxiety-filled nights and made me smile when I was sad. Nick and Vic have a great dynamic, and they're refreshing to listen to any day. I, I read that one the other day, and I really liked that one. Yeah, that was really sweet, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we, we really appreciate you guys. If you haven't Thanks noticed, for letting us know like, how much you guys love this podcast. Yes. Because we would never know. And, know? We, and like I said, we have, we have some great stuff coming up for our listeners. We'll have a giveaway here soon next week, I believe. And, and it's a great episode as well. Uh, so, like they all are. <laughs> um, but anyway, you can listen uh, to this podcast wherever you're listening to right now. Uh, you can also listen on Google Play, Stitcher, uh, Spotify, uh, and you can always listen at www.cococalientepodcast.com and you can always get our merchandise there. We appreciate you guys for supporting us. Uh, also, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. The best way to do that is on Apple Podcast. Um, and don't forget to follow us at Coco Caliente Pod uh, on Twitter and Coco Caliente Podcast on Instagram. Thank you guys so much and hope you enjoyed. Mm-hmm.